Hey everybody, really happy to introduce part three of the Professor Andre Markovitz series. In this uh, part of the series, we're going to talk about why the United States is different uh, in terms of soccer and how it's used here, and also in terms of college sports rivalries. So kind of mixing it up a little bit, there's going to be a part that's not exactly about soccer, but that I found really interesting as well. Um, and I think you will too. So without further ado, here's part three. What else? Uh, I mean, kind of transitioning to the other side of that and, and uh, President Erdogan and how he uses soccer in Turkey like on, on so many levels to kind of politically. I, I was wondering if you had done any research on that and, and the way he... He and Turkey keep bidding on tournaments to try and increase national no, pride. And... Yeah, but that's so obvious. It's any mega events like Qatar does that, and you know that's basically you know the World Cup and the Olympics. But above all, the I actually think the World Cup way more are mega events. They are a form of legitimation and a form of power. And you know it's like a it's an ornament. That's why people buy these clubs. Mm-hmm. They buy the clubs because it's an ornament, not because they need them. Right. Do you think hosting events such as the Euro, does that do more towards cosmopolitanism as it spreads, um, I guess it brings people together and creates kind of a new image for that country? Or does it do more towards counter cosmopolitanism in terms I, I of think, national pride? I think as the book says, it's always both. Mm-hmm. I, I, it depends on who, and it's so multi-leveled and so difficult, you know, so... Uh, depends on whom the teams are playing and you know the counter cosmopolitanism is much raised if you're playing a rival you know where you know i don't know if italy plays finland it's not a big deal or i don't know i'm just making this up in euro or something Mm. uh you know or or azerbaijan or something okay but if you know croatia plays hungary and certainly plays serbia uh, you know let's let's take shelter um, on both sides. So it really depends. If you can't, I'm very wary of, of always arguing that, you know, sports tie. And I mean, they are, they do on some level, but that they create sort of peace or, 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 or yes, they do that on, in sports that don't much matter where there's no, you know, where this, this worked beautifully uh, on the women's game. And I've been to four women's world cup there. It's still, it's fine. Wonderful. It's all, Friendship, sisterhood, nice, the games, I loved it. And you go and you watch the games and you're not worried about being assaulted by some lunatic in the U-Bahn or, you know, some guy will scream anti-Semitic invectives or whatever. Because, you know, it just don't do it. And why don't they do it? Because it doesn't matter yet or it doesn't matter to the same degree. Okay, so the valence of it is our emotional valence of it is not as high, meaning that they are, you know, so well, big deal. So we lose. It's OK. And, you know, it's not good. But I remember I forget when I was at the World Cup 2000, uh, 2011 in Germany with the U.S. team. And we're not, I mean, following the U.S. team and actually met some of them, but not. With, I was not a member of the U.S. team, mm-hmm. but um, and I remember uh, Germany losing uh, on on a, a Saturday night uh, the, before the U.S. that U.S. Brazil game, which was legendary, where uh, Abby Wambach scored that amazing goal of Megan Rapinoe 
yeah. uh, across unbelievable 124th minute or fifth minute or something like that. Oh, 100, you know, over, went over, over the 120th minute, I don't know, 123rd minute. Um, uh, literally the last act of the game. Um, uh, the, uh, you know, and the, before that, uh, that night, Germany lost to Japan. And, you know, I was in, in Dresden uh, for, ready for the U.S. game the next evening. And people were sort of, but they were calm and they were kind of a kind of little bit upset. But it, it, it was not, I mean, no, you can't compare. I mean, I, you know, you cannot compare literally in terms of, I mean, I just can't tell you. Literally, I feel it in my body as I speak, okay? When I was there, when Germany lost to Italy in the semifinals in, 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 in Dortmund in 2006. I mean, man, uh, you know, uh, it could have easily become a huge riot. And it didn't, but, you know, but it, it was people were really depressed. They were hurt. They were crying. They were upset. They were angry. They were screaming. They were, um, you know, um, I told the, you know, Italians, their voices. I mean, it, it's just, it, it hurt because it's close. Okay. Mm-hmm. Germany, women lost. It's not good. They whatever, but it doesn't hurt that much. And the same pertains to all countries. So, in, and, and maybe sports, that's what it should be. And that there, it is in fact, very trans, national and but i predict that were this to change were uh, the u.s really become a bitter enemy with uh, i mean to some degree even with canada like in hockey okay um uh, all bets are off i mean I, there's nothing to do with gender it has everything to do with history everything to do how long it's been around and i've heard thereby how important it is okay so clearly if you have a construct that's been around since Oh, well, uh, I don't know, 1872, but let's say on the European continent since the 1890s, um, and it's built into it, uh, you know, for 130 years on every weekend, then clearly there's a completely different emotional importance than uh, something that's been around for 20 years. Right. Uh, so there you go. And I, 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 you know, there will always be... Um, counter cosmopolitan levels because the, the 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 emotions are so high and there will always be schadenfreude uh, i have a whole chat a pa- passage on this in this essay that i wrote i mean there's nothing more important for any fan than schadenfreude the delight in your enemy's suffering i mean you just love it i i get all kinds of males i mean this is insane i mean you, believe me no one could be a bigger united fan than me but i but i'm not on this level that people are really hoping that uh, uh the fa will negate the season and liverpool will not get its title it's nuts i mean liverpool should get this title we should next week next next year we should crush them but this is liverpool's title end of story there's no you know and some people delight in the uh uh, in a coronavirus disaster and, 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 and crisis because it'll maybe stop Liverpool from getting it. You know, that's, uh, that's the way, but that's normal. That's, uh, that's being a United fan and uh, conversely being a Liverpool fan or, or being, uh, you know, whatever, Schalke or Dortmund or Bayern or any of these. And that's, and that's ugly. And I, as long as you sports will always be agonistic, as Heisinger, the great sports sociologist, 
Dutch sports sociologist of the 30s tells us, and he's right, if not necessarily ag- antagonistic, but agonistic, meaning by definition you are playing against me, mm-hmm. and I, it's my interest to beat you, at some point, unless, again, it's totally irrelevant because we just invented a game and there's no... But the minute there's stakes in there, I will try to mess with you so I can win, and that includes everything, uh, such as... Uh, you know, the Celtics uh, putting on the, uh, the heat in June when the Lakers come to play them in a series in 1984 with the degree outside 100 degrees to all kinds of stuff, to, you know, hotels, um, you know, um, setting the fire alarm at 4 a.m. for the visiting team. All of this will always be part of it. And one of them is, in fact, to get into your head, meaning that you will then try to uh, intimidate them and intimidation can take on levels of you know something accepted like ho ho hey hey you will work for us someday not nice but still and Mm -hmm. you know all kinds of chants i don't know that georgia tech invokes whenever they play uh who's your big rival georgia yeah you Uh, yeah exactly okay there you go so you know i'm i don't know what kind of chants there are about dogs or whatever (laughs) um uh, what there are plenty exactly um, you know, and so, so um, you know, uh, uh, but there, I would bet you that now, probably not the case, but they're probably not racist anymore. They're not. And they're not, uh, you know, in some ways openly sexist. They're just, this has actually gone off the sports language of America. Um, it used to be here, but it just isn't. Um, I mean, I just, you, you, classist, yes. I've heard that, absolutely. Like I just said, you work for us someday, and absolutely Michigan, Michigan State, there are all kinds of Michigan things, you know, green, go green, go right, you can't read or write. So clearly, if, actually, I wrote about that too. Um, it's called Envy and Scorn in College Football. And mm-hmm. uh, I can send you that also. Though my, one of my, I did not look into Georgia, Georgia Tech, but I looked into Stanford, uh, Cal, and whatever. It's very clear that the school of, of higher prestige perceives the one of lower prestige as basically idiots and, and whores, basically. Yeah, I mean, I can and, tell you right now that Georgia Tech and UGA conforms exactly to that. I mean, you, there are a chance that Georgia Tech about – UGA being the farmer university and yeah 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 exactly 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 I'll send you that too and which is not only with soccer but I mean it's a it's a pretty well known piece that I wrote mm-hmm. um, and and exactly exactly and to the others um, uh, the upper university is a bunch of nerds and ugly women uh, in other words brain it's brain versus brawn. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so Georgia is brawn and they're farmers and adults and uh, whatever. And, uh, you know, and uh, again, uh, um, and to, to Georgia, you guys are, you know, uh, um, book nerds and, and uh, you know, math nerds or whatever else tech does. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, so, yeah, okay. But, but and that, that'll be always the, uh, the case, but at least it's not... It doesn't. So that's actually off the table in America. Uh, uh, the the thing about race is off the table, and uh, and that's good. And um, but as long as this is not off the table in Europe, and as long as these things are much more politicized, you know, socialists versus this, or um, it will be almost always 
edgier than uh, in the United States. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, I can I can relate to it. Uh, I mean, I've been to football games at Georgia Tech. I've been to Atlanta United games. I've been to soccer get plenty of soccer games in Europe too. And I, I can I'd never thought of these differences, but now that you say them, I I can definitely think of examples of just the games I've gone to. So, makes a lot of sense to me. Oh.